Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray Fox, and this week I am battling the agents of the Bird Mafia. Uh (laughs) It's true. I am battling intense, rapid destruction, making a fight inevitable. Assistance! (laughs) (laughs) And I have to take my share of the responsibility because I had been neglecting to fill the bird feeders all week. And so when I went out on Saturday or Sunday Mm -hmm. to fill the bird feeders, like one was missing. (laughs) All, All of the bird feeders were totally empty, but one was totally gone. And I looked around and it wasn't on the deck. And I found it in the middle of the backyard, which is, I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, there's no way the wind took it. Like, the wind, maybe if it had been blowing in a certain way, might have knocked it onto the deck. And it might have, like, rolled slightly. But there's no way it would have rolled to the middle of the backyard. So I figured, oh. And, like, picturing the birds kind of, like, swarming together, lifting this bird feeder off, trying to like run off with it or whatever. I figured, okay, okay, I will feed the birds. Okay. (laughs) But then I'm like coming back from the bird feeder into the house. And I noticed one of our garden ornaments has been like ripped up out of the ground and is like thrown on the ground. Like this isn't just like wind knocking it over. It's been like grabbed, ripped up and tossed onto the ground and I'm thinking oh that's also really strange maybe Snuffy the Groundhog bumped into it as it was running through the deck or something but that's like two weird things and then our giant almost sunflowers but not really sunflowers but they're like six or seven feet tall they are also like flattened they're like pulled up and squashed on the ground that's like three acts of terrorism against us so clearly (laughs) clearly the birds are not happy so needless Mm -hmm. to say i i have gotten lots of bird feeds so i'm going to be staying on good terms with these birds (laughs) (laughs) or squirrels (laughs) or raccoons or whoever happens to be tormenting my home without the without the bird seat around so you might need to ask for forgiveness from the god pigeon no kidding. Well, we do have a couple of <laughs> pigeons. We have Mrs. Bert and Mr. Bert, and they just kind of like walk around the bottom of the bird feeder and feed off of whatever gets dropped. And the squirrels are doing the same thing. Like they don't tend to go onto the bird feeders anymore. They just wait for the droppings. And then, I mean, we've got, we've got a ton, but they've never turned violent before. So this is a, this is a nasty turn. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need to go between. Go ask Bobby or Squid to help you out. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. You get, you, yeah. You've totally got me thinking good feathers now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> now I can't get it out of my head. I'm going to end up watching Animaniacs after this. <laughs> you know, they have new episodes coming out on Hulu now. I have for, heard. For next month. And yes. Yes, I don't know where we'll be able to see it, but at some point it will yeah. be ours. 
That's yes. right. At some point, I, it will show I'm, up. Yeah, I'm still getting caught up on uh, on old ones again because I picked up uh, one of the uh, Animaniacs DVD collections. Oh, nice. Because oh, nice. I love me some Animaniacs. I really do. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, when I'm not watching those... Um, I'm uh, dealing also with, um, you know, Garden Detritus, but most of this was damage done by us. Um, <laughs> as we uh, trimmed some trees here and there. Um, and so I am uh, the director of Yard Waste, because this is Yard Waste Pickup uh, Day. I've already put them out. So uh, tomorrow they will be gone, and uh, my wheelbarrow full that has been sitting for far too long um, will be fine. So yes, I am the director of Yard Waste. You all really don't want to actually smell this excrement. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> because some of it, like we had some in a bin, so I got uh, like in a garbage bin, so I got rid of all that. And then um, there we had a wheelbarrow full. Well, oh. you know, it's rained and uh-huh. oh, it was a sludgy mess. Gross. It was gross. Uh, but but I, fortunately, there was a lot of branches in it, so it wasn't too, too bad. But there was also some leaves because I did some trimming of, uh, of we've got a tree out front <laughs> of our house that, uh, that we used to trim kind of short. But now we kind of like the privacy that it gives. And um, and so. Uh, so, yeah, I was uh, I, and I was trimming a bit because we have some stuff sort of under it and it's nice that we can see it <laughs> but uh but the, the rest uh, but the rest of it uh shields us from uh, from the rest of the world and uh but yeah it was um it was some smelly stuff i gotta say that's okay because as of tomorrow it belongs to it's the city gone. that's right <laughs> it's no longer your problem indeed <laughs> good how about you sir i'm out and this week well Here's the thing. When it comes to <laughs> podcasting, I'm kind of easy. I'm very easy. You just say to me, hey, you want to do something? I go, okay. <laughs> so Christian, who does uh, Chris and Reggie's Cosmic Treadmill, if you, yeah. I don't know if you guys know that one. Yeah. So he has a show he's been doing about the X-Books, that he's been catching up with them since the House of X Powers X started. Oh, and cool. I've been reading, reading on that, so I've written once or twice. And a couple times he was commenting on some of the stuff that they have some stuff going on the X books that's taking place a thousand years in the future. And he's compared, <laughs> he's like, this is all weird and bizarre. He's compared it to the Legion, and I'm like, so I'm writing in a few times, like, well, that's that's not really Legion's not usually like that. Yeah, you know. And so he messaged me back at one point, and said, you know, I've never been able to get into that, but I have a bunch of issues. I've been thinking about like doing a show with somebody to like called Learn Me a Legion, where I can like try and get into it with somebody who knows what they're doing. Nice. Do you want to do it? I said, okay. So um, <laughs> There you that go. Came out, uh, came out, well, the day we're recording this, which is Monday the 26th. So, sorry, Paul, but today I've been an agent of competition. <gasps> Completely opposite, making plans equal to ideas touted initially out north. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a U in that, it would have been perfect, but damn it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Webster's would have it the Canadian way. Webster's <laughs> would have agreed. Yes, if I had known that. I was fighting with Webster's all day. <laughs> you were just in the wrong he's, English. That's all. He's he's messing with you. <laughs> of all the ones that we add to you, or rather that you take out of you, that isn't one of them. <laughs> I just assume all words have use. <laughs> yeah, well, all the si- best words silent, do. So it's all good. 
I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but does not both your names have a U in them? I was just going to point that out. Totally. Yes. <laughs> My point is made. All righty. Well, with all that out of the way, we are now into Legion 90. Yeah. Legion 90, number 20. I guess I should say the issue number. Legion oh, yeah. 90, number 20. And we've got a cover by Gary Leach. We know because we checked. <laughs> Research. <laughs> totally. And, and Laverne, he did the colors. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Our research department is earning every one of their credits. Yeah. <laughs> We've got uh, Strata standing over a beat up Larissa. First to fall is the question on the cover. Um, and it's a good one. Strata looks like she's horrified. She's like gutted. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's 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 great, and you, you know the highlights that uh, Laverne has done. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a really, yeah, yeah. I, whilst I miss um, some of the uh, the Maguireisms of some of the Maguire covers, I am liking what Leach is doing with the book. Yeah. Oh, for I, sure. I can't yeah. argue complain with what's going on here. Totally. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. It's powerful. It is powerful. Uh, we open up and we've got uh, a little Johnny DC um, page on the inside cover. Uh-huh. Uh, the only interesting thing there is they have a blurb for DC List this week. And this is the week that Legion of Superheroes 13 comes out. And their blurb is interesting in that almost none of it happened. <laughs> <laughs> so for the at least... From what I remember, they say, uh, issue 13, what is Largan's connection to the Legion? What happened to the Academy? And who is Kent Shakespeare and why is he fighting the Persuader? And of all of those things, I think it's only the Kent Shakespeare stuff that we see in that issue, right? Yep. Yeah. Like, Largan doesn't show up at all. We Mm -hmm. never hear about the Academy. Well, I guess maybe we do sort of during the Kund War. Yeah, but that's a few issues later. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, continuing yeah, yeah. a grand tradition that's going on till now. That's right. <laughs> we got to put something in this blurb, so <laughs> we'll throw some names out there and see what sticks. Because <laughs> uh-huh. maybe they had plans for Largan. Like you'd like, I mean, maybe, maybe this was written before. The big hourglass issue, maybe. Who knows how long they have to have these blurbs in for before. Well, yeah, that's that's often the thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, none of that happens. So <laughs> if if you are going in your time bubble to see what was out this week in Legion history and, and you were hoping to see all that stuff, you're not going to see it. Not <laughs> uh, so much. Exactly. They do have a cool blurb, though, um, about John Byrne and his OMAC prestige format miniseries. And apparently he was going to follow it up or he was also working on at the same time um, a Captain Marvel series. Yes, there was um, there was an article uh, around when uh, Ordway did his um, and it was it was in a magazine um Oh, God, it might have been like 
Yeah, well, it was enough years ago. It was probably like um, comic scene or something like that. Right, right. And wow. and uh, yeah, exactly. That shows how long ago this is. Um, or one of the other ones. I don't know. I don't remember. But I remember having a few issues kicking around, and one of them had a whole thing about the uh, the you know the Roy Thomas uh, Tom Mandrake uh, uh, Shazam yeah. series, which I actually kind of enjoyed. Um, I liked some of the stuff that it set up. And uh, and it's stuff that they kept, you know, like the idea of um, of, you know, Billy still kind of is like a, you know, a big kid. Um, and that, right. that stuff, that stuff that has stayed with the character. Um, and um, but they also showed uh, see they also sh- like and I think they were talking about the the coming of the Ordway, uh, um, the 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 graph, the OGN that started his series. Right. And, right. 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 Um, and and then they showed this this image of uh, of Burns uh, Captain Marvel, and I gotta say it was like ah oh, man I would have loved to have seen that. And he had uh, he did it kind of like with the sort of the fold over like the the really sort of forties style right. Uh, you, you know what I mean like the la- yep. the lapel that goes straight across. Yeah. Um. I, I'm I'm describing that incorrectly, but but anyway, it you know it was it was very uh, sort of forties airman looking, and um. Yeah, it just looked really cool, and I thought, "Ooh, that's a series I would have liked to have checked out." Yeah, um, of I, course, he would have taken out all other Marvel things. There would have been no Mary Marvel, no Freddy, no Talkie Tawny, none of that. It would have just been the Last Son of Shazam. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though. Like this, this little blurb says um, he wanted to update the series without altering its charm or mood, and he'd gone so far as to do a painting of Captain Marvel and Mary Marvel. So. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. Not I, that, mean, I mean, that's mostly me just sort of a, a, applying well, my issues with Man of Steel onto, onto yeah, that. Yeah, no kidding. I'm, no pro- kidding. I'm projecting. Um, yes. But given that he took all of the fun stuff out of Superman. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Still, it would look beautiful. That series would look beautiful. Especially at the time. And God knows that uh, that OMAC series is one of my favorites. It's gorgeous. Oh, it's got great art. Great art. I always want to keep me to get that, but I keep forgetting. Yeah, it is just stunning. And it's, um, like, I think it's a couple, maybe a year or two prior to Next Men. Um, and he's, so he's inking himself in it, but he's, it's not as scratchy as he kind of got later on. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it is like, especially for the time, uh, it's like, oh, is Terry Austin the best, uh, inker for John Byrne? Sometimes. Mm, Yeah. But, but on this, you know, John, John Byrne was definitely the best inker for John Byrne. It was uh, just gorgeous stuff. Yeah, it was very, very good. Ah, well. Ah, well. What could have been? What could have been, (laughs) indeed. Shazam. Shazam, indeed. Alrighty, so we get into the issue, and we are opening up with Doc's on the... on his version of a phone. (laughs) Internal Affairs, Chief Doc's. I want you to arrange something for me with Ms. Blaze. That's right, the matter we discussed. So he's talking to somebody, but he's also looking at um, a view screen of a coon soldier. Um, so clearly he's got a couple of things going on. He's multitasking. Yeah. Because yeah. he can. And then the, 
Yeah, totally. And then the alarm goes off and he's like, what the hell? That's the internal alarm. What's going on? And he starts running through the hallways and nobody knows. And he uh, realizes it's coming from the dorms. And he gets to the dorms and the doors are all smashed in. And and he finds Strata and FaZe and Lydia and Larissa and the telepath all kind of conked out on the ground. And he is like, what the hell happened here? And it's written by Alan Grant, penciled by Jim Fern, inked by John Nyberg, colorist Laverne Kinzierski, letterer Gaspar, and editor is the mighty Art Young. Yes. Uh-huh. Everyone is all laid out flat on the ground, which is not quite where we left them last time. Right. We certainly had Larissa on the ground, but we don't know how everyone else got there yet. But that's okay, because he's got Tony Stark standing next to him to help him figure it out. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Tony Stark is totally on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Docs goes right into command mode. Get the medics fast. As many as you can round up. And one of his flunkies runs away with a yes, sir. And then Lobo pops up. Hey, what's with the blee, 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 man? Lobo, <laughs> I might have guessed. I don't know why, but you did this, didn't you? <laughs> Lobo's like, wish it had been, but you got the wrong guy. My money says it was that Captain Vomit creep. I knew from the start he was a bad apple. <laughs> and then Lobo sees Lydia lying on the ground. Hey, 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 who's the foxy lady? Keeping the new recruits for yourself, huh? Sneaky. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get away from her. Let the medics through. And they come barreling through, and then uh, Stealth pops in. Can't somebody turn that thing off? What's going on anyway? And she sees Strata and is horrified. Is she, is she all right? Who knows? Who cares, says Lobo. What are you doing here, says Docs. You are suspended from active duty. I heard the alarm. I thought maybe you are not paid to think. Report to Internal Affairs. They have a job for you. Yeah, making coffee. And Stealth walks off. Jerks, both of you. So she does go to Internal Affairs, which is weird. Like, you see half the team on stretchers in, in shambles and... And you are just going to wander off <laughs> and do what you're told? Hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway, she does. She goes to Internal Affairs. Hello, I'm Stealth. Docs told me that's Commander Docs to you. Yeah, so we've got a real um, officious secretary or something yes. here. <laughs> and she points to, like, mountains of paper. I want these filed in retro alphabetical order, tabulated and annotated by the end of shift. She's basically like wanting her to organize uh, Doc's comic book collection. And uh... <laughs> that would be all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sign up for that one. Right? <laughs> for sure. Filed. Okay. Yeah. Tabulated. Lady, you must be joking. If Doc's wants this done, Tell him to file them where the sun doesn't shine. And she slams the door and walks out. And, and uh, the officer is like, well, as all the papers come fluttering down around her, <laughs> her head there. <laughs> I'm imagining Hermes from Futurama. Yeah. 
and then I guess we get a flashback because we're with um, Telepath, who's now awake and is kind of explaining what had happened. Yeah. I was in the canteen with FaZe and Strata when it happened. And they're just chit-chatting about how Telepath likes Legion so far. And FaZe says, I suppose we're a little hard to get used to at first. And Strata says, yeah, but all in all, we're... And then Telepath grabs his head and screams. I'm, get a, I'm getting a psionic flash of anguish. There's a fight in the dorms. Larissa Maller, she's in deadly danger. So that, of course, gets everyone up. Larissa, Strata, be careful. And they're all rushing out to, uh, to help. Strata is, of course, at the front of the line. Clear the way. <laughs> and uh, Telepath has kind of been left, knocked over as, as stealth, or as uh, Strata goes running off. Crap, she's a woman of action. Larissa's, <laughs> absolutely. Larissa's her friend. Come on, we better hurry. So they follow along. Hang on, Larissa, I'm coming. And here, this is it, gang. This is the only beat poetry we get this issue. <laughs> die, hate mother, die. And Lydia zaps Larissa. And then Stealth, or nope, sorry, Strata. There's too many S's. <laughs> Strata bursts through the wall with a big crunch and just talk about slam poetry slams Lydia <laughs> with a great big swack into yeah. the wall. So two of them are down, almost. And Strata finds Larissa and and figures Larissa's dead. She's dead. You've killed her, the noblest of us all. And you've killed her. I'm going to kill you. So he grabs Lydia by the head. Um, and it looks like he's going to, like, twist it right off of her. Yeah. Like... Yeah, right Strata, she's like she's all she's all I, I can't feel a pulse with these rock hands <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah that could be a problem <laughs> strata no let her go she's beside herself she doesn't even hear you no no nothing strata stop it please says phase so she decides to do a phasey thing uh, she knows she can't do anything physically, but she decides to phase slightly into Strata's arms and then become solid again. And the feedback sends everyone flying. So phase is knocked out. Strata is knocked out. Telepath is knocked out. And we see that Telepath is relating this story to Doc's. Mm, obviously, some sort of matter energy feedback phase wasn't expecting. Could be worth looking into. And you're all right now. Yes, I was on the fringe of the explosion, says Telepath. Good, come with me. I've got a small job for you. And then Telepath says, I'm not feeling that good. Maybe some rest would help. Give him a sedative. Two hours ought to be long enough. Very good, Commander. And Telepath is just kind of rolling his eyes. Ah, oh, crap. I know what his little job is, and I don't want to do it. Now, I'm just wondering, when... Drill says, you know, talks about the matter energy feedback. He says, could be worth looking into. Is that because he's thinking of ways FaZe could use that for them in the future, or is he thinking of ways to use it against her? Oh. Because he's, I mean, he's still probably a little pissy at her. She's oh, probably on the lowest, sure. on, she's probably lowest on his list. She's like, oh my God, telepath, trying to telepath. Oh yeah, FaZe is there too. <laughs> yeah, some sort of matter energy feedback phase wasn't expecting could be yeah uh, yeah I, I i i 
you know, in, in answer to the question, is is he looking at that as as a potential asset for for Legion, um, or as a, a thing to use against uh, Phase? Uh, the answer is probably yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, really, like out of them, like when they were talking in the annual about like how hold he has over people, like you know, could you go against him? Like you owe him, you owe him. It's like, yeah. well, Phase doesn't really owe him much. She could just leave. Yeah. 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 And he would be totally fine with that, I think, at this point. Yeah, but at least this way, this might give him something to hold over her or use against her. If that's yeah, right. Absolutely. For sure. Um, we go check in on Stealth. She's in her quarters and she's realizing I have no place here anymore. If I stay, Docs will continue to take control over my life and then do everything in his power to get his hands on my baby. I won't let that happen. Never, never. So she is removing her uh, Legion uniform and she's putting back on her um, original clothes. Her original clothes, her little Speedo singlet thing. <laughs> and yeah. this, is the first, <clears throat> this is the first time in the art. A lot of times it looks like it's hair running down her back of her neck, but that's like her spine or something. Those yeah. little bumps. Yes. Yeah, and I think sometimes we do see her with like that long sort of rat tail. And this this is something different. This is like a a ridge that runs along her her back. Her back, yeah. Mm. Which is I guess um one more piece of the stealth puzzle. Yeah, exactly. There are many pieces to that puzzle. Yes. Yeah. Um, she does go in and check in on Strata. She says, you awake, pal? I am now, I think. What in heck happened? Larissa. How's Larissa? She's in a bad way, I'm afraid. She's in intensive care, but she's a tough lady. She'll pull through. Faze used some kind of fancy trick to stop you. Seems it went off with a bang. Whatever it was she did to you, it hurt her a lot worse. But the docs say she'll be fine. Um, so who was that girl that attacked Larissa? Search me. Docs has her in one of his containment chambers. And that is when Strata says, or Stealth says, Strata, I'm leaving. Leaving? And she gives Strata a big hug. In case I don't make it back, I want you to know I never had a friend before you. Thanks. I won't forget. Aww. Tell FaZe when she comes around, will you? Sure, but where are you going? Where I have to, where real Docs can't find me. Take care, pal. And Strat is just thinking, stealth, leaving, but she's one of us. She can't leave. And uh, Captain Comet is also in the med bay, so he's been listening in. Um, excuse me, but would you like some fruit? <laughs> <laughs> and Strata says, sure, thanks. Depression always makes me hungry as she empties the bowl of <laughs> space fruit. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, check in on Docs in his lab, and Lydia is in a stasis cell, and Telepath is standing outside of it saying, I want it on record. I don't like this. I've seen inside her head. Once was enough. Mm -hmm. And Docs says, well, it's imperative we find out about her. She's infiltrated our base, almost killed one of our own. I want to know why. Of course, if you'd rather go back to... Ziglon and take your chances in court as an associate of Dagon Raw. <laughs> <laughs> and crap, don't you don't mince words, do you, real docs? 
So <laughs> Telepath is instantly on board. <laughs> yes. So he starts doing the mind whammy jammy. I see a world, hot suns, dark shadows, Talok 8. And we get like a little flashback or recap of the last couple of issues worth of subplots. We get um, little Lydia crying as she's being tortured. A baby screams, torture. Oh, that poor child. Her mother hurts her, but it's a robot? Docs, please, enough. It hurts me as well, you know. Get on with it, damn you. The child hates. The child wants to kill her mother, her real mother. Lydia Mallard, no more, says the giant green man. The baby is gone, and in her place, Lydia Darkstar. And Docs finally puts it all together. Lydia Mallor, Larissa's daughter. My God, if that's true, then your green giant man can only be the computer tyrants of Kalu. <laughs> and <laughs> Telepath is in the background just holding his head, having one massive yeah. migraine. Ah! <laughs> he's done with him now yeah yep thanks we're done <laughs> we go to i guess what's like their gym or their practice room and we get to check in on garen and um mary jane beck so they're both kind of zapping green energy at each other um mary jane says and then i hit you with this not so mary jane my energy shield deflects your beam garen beck mighty one and uh, the eye is kind of distracted for a moment and it loses, it just kind of like zaps back for a, for a second because it's distracted when, uh, when Docs walks in there. Docs, you fool, why? A thousand pardons, Garen, but I knew you would want to know at once. Larissa is dead. Um, and the two of them are like, Larissa, dead, but how? Who? And Docs continues to play it up. A creature called Lydia Darkstar. And who do you think sent her? Who? Asks Garen. Who's been our worst enemy since we started Legion? You have. <laughs> <laughs> no, our other worst enemy. <laughs> no, besides the other green one. The other green problem. <laughs> the, other, the other problem. No, Garen, the tyrants of Kalu. They're plotting on Talok. Their goal is to kill us one at a time. And Garen says, sound the alert. All troops to battle stations. We mount a mass attack. Oh, we can't. Most of the team's laid up in the infirmary. Stealth's off active duty. Lady Quark's on a special mission. We've only got Lobo. That lunatic. I wouldn't send him to save stamps. Is this the chance we have awaited, my dear? I, I think it is. Then say no more. We will confront and defeat your tyrants. And they fly off with the Emerald Eye. Take care of Legion Vrildox until we return as heroes. So they fly off and Dox tells uh, Lady Quark she can come out of the shadows now. Those pitiful fools. How nauseating that such great power would rest in such witless hands. I agree, but there's nothing I can do. The eye has settled on them as its masters and shrugged off all my tests and probings. I want you to follow them. Make sure they don't do anything stupid. Don't endanger yourself <laughs> and don't interfere unless you have to. So she flies off. <laughs> Make sure the backs don't do anything stupid. Good Lord. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so Thank you, man. Sure they don't do anything. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do anything stupider than usual. <laughs> she flies off and uh, Docs is kind of congratulating himself. Eventually, I will have to probably defeat the tyrants myself, but this should prove interesting. Either the tyrants will be destroyed and I'll find out exactly how powerful the eye is, or the eye ceases to be my problem. <laughs> So he's always wanted to take advantage of a situation there. <laughs> yes. And manipulated the backs perfectly. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That was that was masterful the way he did that. <laughs> yes. So we get to meet the cleaning staff of Legion now. And I don't remember if these ladies show up like later on in the series or not. But for the moment, we get to meet uh, Gladys and Doris, the uh, picker-uppers. <laughs> They're vacuuming and Tidying up. Honestly, Gladys, you'd think Super Peeper would be, well, tidier. That's Strata. She leaves food wrappings behind her like a trail. <laughs> if I'd known this was a Legion job, I'd have told the agency to forget it. I know Doris still. That phase is nice. And tidy. She's very tidy. <laughs> so uh while they're cleaning up in one of the uh cruisers uh the the two guards on duty are just chit-chatting about the the fight that went on and then stealth pops in it's only me guys and then she quickly takes them out with a whack and a slap sorry about this but if i'd asked you'd only say no so she walks into the uh ship Okay, ladies, shift is over. But we're not finished. We won't get our bonus. No problem. You tell Chief Docs from me. He's to pay you double time for the rest of the week. And while the cleaning ladies leave, Stealth takes the ship and flies off. And the ladies agree that Stealth's quite nice, too. And tidy. Well, usually, as they walk past the uh, unconscious guards. <laughs> She has to put her to keeps forgetting to put her toys away when she's done with them. That's right. That's right. Put them back in the box. Uh, so then we uh, check in on this planet called Ogen. Ogen? Ogen? We'll go with Ogen. Okay. Sure. A bunch of yellow people. No deaths. Free them. And we see that the yellow people are being enslaved by the coons. My lord, Kuhn, you cannot execute them. They are innocent. So what? They're an example. Your putrid city's crawling with Dominion spies. One or two, perhaps. But we'll cooperate with you. We'll flush them out. Too slow. Better they learn quickly through fear. Ready? Take aim. Fire. And they kill off a whole bunch of alleged spies. So perish all traitors to the Empire of Kundia. You brutes. You bully and intimidate and kill. You're nothing but brainless barbarians. And the coons say, well, that's nice of you to say so. And then they throw him off the castle. <laughs> so they're down one mayor. <laughs> yes. Go tell your comrades. You, and he points at someone, you are the new mayor. Clean out your spies. Uh, yes, sir. Next time, a thousand will die. And the coons get into their spaceships, ready to move out. We got a shipment of slaves to receive on We Elia 3. And the dude that's been left in charge is, is just uh, shuddering. I'm the third mayor in as many weeks. 
the Dominion killed the other one for helping the Coons. We need help before they wipe out the whole planet. What was the name of that organization that cleaned out Dagon, Ray, Dagon Ra's pirates? So we leave that there. And our final page is Larissa in the hospital med bay. And the um, robo-doctor is diagnosing her. Six ribs, broken, left ventricle, crushed, kidneys, spleen, liver, massive damage, prognosis, chance of survival, 10%. Mm. And we see Doc standing in the shadows. Don't die, Larissa. If there's anyone Legion can't do without, it's you. Please don't die. And poor old Doc's is looking... He's looking crushed. It's as close to emotion as I've ever seen him show. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And it makes sense from last issue of why he would kick Lark and out. I mean, besides the whole powerful and altruistic, but why he kicks him out. And yet he never even considers kicking Larissa out, even though she's constantly going against him. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Someone he actually likes. I know. She's the one. The one. (laughs) The one he respects anyway. I mean, he probably yes. likes her too, but there's some respect there. Um, we get a little editorial blurb of upcoming events. Um, they are telling us that issue 23, they become Legion 91, and it's going to be a special double size issue that answers the question, whatever happened to the Durlin? Um, so that's going to be a 30-page Tale with Richard Pierce Rayner on art, mm. and then the um, framing sequences will still be by Jim Fern and Jeff Albrecht. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I wonder if that's going to be like the same or like a companion piece to like Legion issue, what is it, eight? Yeah. The order, yeah. Oh. Because uh... I mean, we get what happens to him there. So I'm just wondering what. What this is going to yeah, show them. I forget. I, I I cannot remember. I remember the art is amazing. Um, but I don't remember the story. I don't remember. I remember nothing of it other than. Yeah, it's it's it definitely feels new to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that one a lot. Then. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, they say that Jim Fern is going to be on the book until 25. <gasps> then Barry Kitson will come back. Um, issue 28 is going to be the long-promised Keith Giffen story. Keith is going to come back to plot and pencil as Stealth finally delivers her baby. And that will be a fun issue to read through because I have never, in all my rereads, understood that issue. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at like the covers on DC Universe, and yeah, 28 is a Giffen cover so I'm, and with yeah. Stealth, so I'm assuming that actually does happen. That one does, for sure. And and um, twenty three is definitely the whatever happened to the Durlin issue. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we also get a lot of the sort of the how you know the behind sort of how they got put in the um, like how they got taken by the uh, the invasion fleet. Oh, cool. I think that's yeah. probably a big chunk of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So far, I'm just kind of quickly leafing through, and it seems to be most of it. Um, but yeah, it looks friggin' fantastic. Mm. I remember uh, Richard Pierce Rayner on Hellblazer. He was oh god, so good. Yes, yeah, 
he I haven't seen a lot of his artwork. I didn't ever read Hellblazer, but uh, yeah. Yeah, there was, uh, and I think that, that for me, part of, most of where I first saw him was, of course, like some Who's Who pages, and um, oh yeah, 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 and it was like, oh, I like that because it was, you know, just very detailed stuff, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's neat. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun one. Coolio. Then yeah. the rest of the letter page is people just saying, Captain Comet, hooray! Well yes. Done. Yeah, a, a couple of shout a shout out to um, Secret Society of Supervillains. Yes. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. Fortunately, I don't have the letters pages. Well, this is one of the rare times that I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I know what you mean. And that is about it. There's a little ad for Books of Magic. There's an ad for the Lobo miniseries coming out soon oh yeah and And that makes sense because issue i'm looking at the cover for issue 24 and it has logo big on the cover and he actually has his actually has his uh logo yes that's right yeah good point and that is an amazing logo yes yeah that is a good one the lo the lobo logo yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) the lobo go oh man lobo logo Um, Yes, it's a good one. I was trying to figure out if they're like the Gladys and Doris thing just seemed too specific. And I can't yeah, I I can't find anything on it, but I feel like that would might have been something from maybe a BBC show or something. Um I, I haven't been able to find anything. I've been searching. Um and uh but yeah, that, that that just it. So if anyone knows, seem, please let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems very much like it's referencing something. Yeah. So I wonder, like I yeah. say, if it is a, uh, you know, if it, if it's like a, you know, the like some sort of um, um, see, like, yeah, it wouldn't be this either. Um, there, like for example, uh, the. Looking up, uh, you know, cleaning lady and th- and this and that, and they, and they came up with a reference to uh, um, to laugh in with Ruth Buzzy, but it, it, and it's it's not that because I, I know the character they're speaking of, um, but uh, um, yeah, I, I, and besides the fact that I can't see Alan Grant um, pulling, a, <laughs> a, 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 it, it, you know, like it would make sense if it was uh, like I, I thought, you know, were they. Um, 2080 characters or or what so yeah you wonder because at least one of them gets a, a good close-up like we get a good close-up of doris and her face looks like maybe it's it's patterned on someone but yeah it, it seems it seems too specific to to not be but uh but yeah not easy to find anything so if anyone knows let us know yeah yes please let us in on the secret um okay i'm gonna get into feedback all righty um and i think i don't think we have any so no worries people send us feedback um yeah i don't (laughs) see anything in the uh in the mailbag so uh yeah there we go all right so so there feedback done that was perfect check all right all righty well then if you want to leave us feedback, <laughs> please. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. All right. So um, if there is nothing else, then uh, we'll wrap it up. Sounds good. All right. Comments can be sent to us. Um, you can send them either by going to the website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and you can click on the uh, L-E-G-I-O-N tag, and it'll show you all of our episodes. But quite honestly, like our episodes, it's, you know, it's every other episode is one of ours. And, um, and so you can just click on the episode and leave a comment directly on that. Or you can send it uh, by emails to uh, legionofsubstitutepodcasters at gmail.com. And uh, there we go. That's all of the things. Excellent. Smoke signals, semaphore videos, however you want to go about it. I got a tin can with a string over here. Just tie your can to the other end. There you go. See? See? We're making it easy. Totally. Totally. Do those really work? I feel like they can't really work. Oh, they what do you think work. I'm using now? Oh, no. <laughs> no, they totally work. Believe me. Sarah likes to build them constantly um you, like whenever we have uh whenever we have like a couple of uh you know like we have a, a pack of solo cups in with our camping stuff and uh and she'll grab those and uh and yeah she's figured out ways to keep the string in and uh it's it's a thing it's a thing but they de- they definitely do work huh clearly i've missed out on something in my science Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to pull the string tight, right? Because it has to be able to vibrate the sound across it. But yeah, and and it's worth using a, a longer string so that you actually can hear more of what is in the cup, as opposed to um, <laughs> just just the fact that the person is three inches standing away, standing right beside you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but like she's done it with like a you know a six foot long cord, and, uh, and oh, wow. so you can uh, yeah. And she's like, oh, but but maybe if we stand on either end of the door. And it's like, no, because then the door stops the string from vibrating. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> it's like having a room where you have a bad a bad signal. <laughs> oh, that's what's frustrating. A giant cement block. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'll be like school. I'll get to school at the beginning of the day and and... By the t- once I step out of the school at the end of the day, then it's like, bing, 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 all the messages that have just been kind of piling up out there in cyberspace come flooding <laughs> at me. <laughs> it's like six animated GIFs from me. That's right. Anything I can't get through Wi-Fi is like just itching to get through the cement. But uh, Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, that's okay. It keeps me honest at school. <laughs> all righty that is it everybody we will catch you all next w-e-e-k l-a-t-e-r m-a-r s-i-n l-e-a-t i think there's supposed to be a u in that 